Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So this been this this been a crazy week all the way around. Weather. We went from what seventy three degrees the other day till <laughs> it was freezing today. Uh, man, what the hell? <laughs> Bipolar Michigan weather. Yeah, this is the first time I can remember a tornado in February. So, you know what? I was just thinking that, too. I said, when the last time we had a tornado in February? Well, yeah. when, I can't even remember the last time it was 75 degrees, either, so. Yeah, shoot. People was all playing golf. We took our leads to the park. I mean, it was <laughs> a gorgeous day. And then the next day, I was, like, I'm confused. It was, like, <laughs> one in the morning, and by by the time I got off of work yesterday, it was like twenty four degrees. I'm like, wait, what the heck? Yeah, and it was twenty four degrees and freezing. Like I went outside, but there it was frost on the grass. I said, how the hell that happened? And then look, Rodney, people was all at River Rouge. I think did they even open up Belle Isle? I'm not even sure. Like it was no, crazy. Belle Isle was open. Um, I just seen something sad on the news. I don't know what exactly happened, but somebody died on Belle Isle. Like. God damn. The first time it was hot? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Man. Yeah, so weather here in Michigan has been crazy. Mr. Shime Time, whether you loved it or hated him, is gone. So I know it's a relief to some, probably to Eminem. But... <laughs> Uh, he's gone. He's in. I think he's in Miami now. <laughs> but shit, I'm about to follow him down there. Yeah, I was like, shoot, you went from freezing Michigan to to Miami. Not not a bad look. So, but I don't think anybody's had a worse week than Diddy. Oh no, not Diddy uh, again, man. Maybe Big Mills, because he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, uh, he, you see he was quick to, with a retort. But let, yeah, let's go to Diddy first. Let's go to Diddy. Yeah, so sure. I have lost count on how many, how many lawsuits this is for Diddy now. <laughs> uh, what makes this one different is it's a guy. <laughs> uh, it includes, what is it, Young Miami is in it. It's mentioned... Mm. Jeff, his son, uh, Cuba Good Jr., McMill. So I don't know. I don't know if you did EPR person attorney what you do at this point, but but it started. <laughs> to, it was already problematic. It's, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on with Diddy. They made Diddy is like worse than. Anything you can think of, he worse than Bill Cosby combined with R. Kelly combined with. Yeah, I mean, damn, you can put him on a. I mean, what the hell has he not done? Yeah, I'm like, damn, Diddy, Diddy is real life Satan. <laughs> it really is surviving Diddy, like for real. Like he, he make R. Kelly and them look like they saints. He give a taste. <laughs> I'm like, did he really sex traffic uh, Cassie? And then also, like, this guy came out and said that he promised him, like, a Grammy or something if he... Yeah. Like, what the hell? What? Like, was this guy really just gullible? Because nobody can promise you anything and then if you sell your butt. Like, that, I just... I don't know. Yeah. Relationship that Diddy had supposedly with Ming Mills, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. mentioned, I guess, fondling the guy or something. So I don't know. What in the hell? I'm hoping it's just one of those random lawsuits like they used to do to Michael Jackson, like people just come out of anywhere. Yeah. But this guy isn't just like a random person, like he really has ties to them, like he's been around them like numerous times. So yeah, it started to become like when Dave Chappelle said about R. Kelly, he probably did that shit. That's 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 what it's starting to feel like. Oh god damn, it's one of those. <laughs> I think he really did that shit. 
Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's becoming one of those moments where you guys say, oh, maybe he probably did do some of the stuff. Maybe not everything, but it, it's definitely where there's smoke, there's fire, and this mug is caught. It's, it's a three alarm fire at this point. Yeah, like it's just all bad, man. And like, I don't know, like this is the day and age where people, now these guys are getting more and more like rowdy and more raunchy with it. Like, look at Dwight Howard. Like, that shit was crazy. And, like, we kind of ignored that and pushed it to the side because, of course, Diddy came out with more stuff. And all these allegations from different people and the Harvey Weinsteins. I mean, this is just crazy. But never in a million years would I would have thought Diddy. I I heard the stories. You know, we heard the stories. But I would never thought, like, to this extent. Like, this is all crazy. Yeah, to this extent, and then like you hear these stories, and then you're like, "Oh, it's probably just hearsay." Uh, but shoot, the stories are are becoming more and more reality. So, yeah, now, now I feel like you, like Dave Chappelle, would say, "I think he did that shit." Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, it's just it's it's a uh, it's it's looking pretty bad for him, and he's kind of went into hiding. Yeah, Which they normally do, too. I mean, uh, hiding, turned his comments off on Instagram, uh, all, all the usual. Yeah, that's usually what they do anyway They when they go into hiding. But I just, I don't, I mean, I don't know, man, because I, it just, it's like he done did everything in like a million lives. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm kind of really confused on everything. Like, I. I know they're just kind of like allegations, but he did pay off Cassie. And he's going to probably pay off these guys, too. It's just it's just nuts to me. And now everybody that's been tied to him. Now everybody owes Exhibit an apology, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're right. They owe, they owe a couple people apologies. What's also interesting is none of his so-called celebrity friends have really come out to his defense. Yeah, because they, nine times out of ten, man, like, if you around that and you partying like that, uh, what's that one guy that, <laughs> T.D. Jakes is partying with him too, and I just, I just, I can't even um, look at it no more. All these celebrities that was hanging out with him, it just kind of, it's hard to separate them. If you're hanging out with Diddy Tough, you might have seen that activity from him. Or you might have participated. Right. And he's known to take guys shopping and all types of stuff. It's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see where this ends up. If Hell, we might get another Lifetime movie or special surviving Diddy at this point. So, I heard Lifetime cooking up a Wendy Williams one, too. Yeah, we haven't really touched on Wendy Williams. The whole situation is it's, it's sad whether you hated her or, or liked her as a TV personality. She was to get at her job. Um uh, the the die have having had a family member that die from dementia and seeing um because I follow Bruce Willis and some of his family members on social media seeing what Bruce Willis is going through with the same um di- disorder it, it, it's tough yeah it's just yeah you are right about that it's really tough man and from taking care of people um in my early profession of taking pe- care of people as a a CNA, and that was like one of my first jobs, and just watching that whole transition from somebody like feeling like they were trying to be normal again, and then just yeah, just watching it all unfold is just mind boggling. But to then see her kids and stuff too, as they watch her like drink herself and do different things to, and nobody's it's a lot of yes men in that camp, and they didn't, I don't think they did it right by Wendy Williams, so it's it's kind of. It's kind of unfortunate and kind of disgusting to me to think that you have your own kids there trying to help you do certain things and they just, they're letting you get away with whatever the hell you want to. And I heard that she had like a a problem with alcoholism and and other things too. So it it really is unfortunate. 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely uh, a sad situation. Um, she and then she's only fifty nine. That makes it even worse, Rodney. Uh huh. So it's 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 it's, it's tough. Wow, fifty nine years old, man. That makes it even worse. That's just terrible. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Well, hope- hopefully, um, hopefully things, um, you know, people look at this and and, and see what not to do because it felt like she was on top of the world, man. Her show was very popular, and like yeah. you said, hater or lover, like she did a damn good job. But she was a master of her craft. Yeah, and it, it feels like she was on top of the world, and it all just came crashing down quickly. Yeah, and then we watched her like um we watched like things happen. I know she went through a, a crazy uh kind of transition in her life too and a drastic uh, weight loss and then had the surgeries and all that stuff too. And then we watched her fall out on TV. And of course that became like one of the hottest memes ever with her falling down. Yeah, which I have I never liked that meme, but God damn it, Rodney! That shit was. A, I know. You know I'm, not, I'm not. I need to mute my goddamn self. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I done cracked up to that. I, I feel horrible now. Thanks a lot, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, you know what's funny would be <laughs> when people are like, uh, they're like scratch their nuts or something, and then put their finger to the TV. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We're not gonna laugh at. <laughs> we're not gonna laugh at that. Yeah. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> but yeah, no. It, Wendy Williams, you did a damn good job. We appreciate you. Um, you turned trolling into something like we never could fathom that it can be. You did it on the radio. You did it on TV. Salute. Yeah, she's definitely a like I said, a hater or lover. She's definitely an icon in in black entertainment. So, exactly, you you made places like the Bre- the Breakfast Club and all these other places um, that people come and vent. Even Drink Champs, all them they got that from Wendy Williams. She yeah. would get people in there in that studio and, and turn that bad boy out and be talking shit and fighting and. All types of stuff. So, Wendy Williams, we salute you. Yeah, so, go talk about, have you seen Mia Copa yet? I have not. Okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll wait to, to a, a later episode to, to get your opinion, because uh, that movie has been very, very controversial. I've seen it, and I'm on the, it was a Good for a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> wow. You know what? A couple people told me that movie was very good. And they said that was a damn good job. Um, they said it was kind of all over the place, too. Like, some of the scenes... You wouldn't expect Kelly to be, like, in those compromising positions. So, I'm, I'm definitely... See, now, here, Netflix... I, I'm trying to hold up my end of the bargain and not paying for it. But here they come again with some more shit. They know what they're doing. And Tyler Perry has another movie. Uh, what is this? 67, 8 or something about black women in World War II. I really want to see that one. So, uh, Oh, Tyler coming out coming, swinging. Yeah, and that's coming out on Netflix too. So, uh, so I will say, being a Coppola, it started off strong. Mm-mm. I thought it was like 25, 30 minutes too long, though. Ah, uh, okay. Are there any moments where uh, ashtray bitch kind of moments or no? Nah? Yeah, there's a few. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, so, that's Tyler Perry in his bag. I like that. Uh, I'm a big whodunit and like murder mystery movie type person and like crime, so I'm a little tougher, I think, than the, than the regular person watching it, but 
It was okay for what it what it was. Okay. All right. I'm, yeah, I definitely got to check it out, man. Because, like I said, every time I look at something on the internet, is is like a, a steal of like a scene where they probably made love or something. Because I can see them in paint. Or oh, oh yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to look at paint the same, but yeah. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, because I'm like every time I see it, it's like a steal of something to them. Like, and people like saying, "Oh my God, what the hell did I just watch?" So, okay. I didn't say that. I said, "Ooh, I might have to try that." Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I think I think you know what's crazy about still, even with Beyonce, with Kelly, with Michelle, with those Destiny Child members, they sometimes they. I think us as people, we won't let them grow up. I think it's something like Michael Jackson too. When you watch them come up as young ladies, it's like they can't do no wrong. Just like with Beyonce. People still like look at her like, like she's a young lady. You know what I mean? Like if she yeah. comes out with sexy and provocative, it's just they don't. And it's the same thing for Kelly and Michelle too. It's just it's hard for people to look. That's why people are kind of shocked because they never seen her in that type of light. Yeah, they should have. But Beyonce, after Partition came out, they should have just caught it a rap. So exactly, that's what I said. Like even when Beyonce does her sexy thing, I think. People still hold her to that. Like, they just don't, they still look at her in, in certain eyes. So, I think I realize that she's a grown woman. She came into her own and she can talk about certain things. And I think Beyonce always been provocative to me. Um, but it is what it is. Shout out to Kelly, though. We, look, we don't even turn this into Beyonce talking about Kelly. Oh, I have. But shout out to Kelly. She doing her own thing. And she got a hit song that been coming on the radio. Yeah. It's pretty dope too. And her her outfits for her wardrobe for the movie is fire. So whoever the stylist was, did an awesome job. Okay. How you rating that, how you rating that movie before we move on to the next one? Because I'm I'm gonna watch it, but what do you rate it out of a, a one out of ten? Um, six. Average. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, it wasn't terrible. It definitely one. It wasn't his worst movie. It's 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 in the middle. Okay, I can take that. Yeah, because so. Tyler Perry sometimes you you don't know what you're gonna get into. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think one of my issues was I figured out a lot of stuff like halfway through the movie. So, yeah, you know what? Tyler Perry doesn't do a good job of hiding villains in the movie. You know that? Like it yeah. is is what it is. Like from the beginning, but somewhere down the line, I guess you when he makes you, he's gonna paint out who the villain is, and then you're gonna fucking hate them forever. That's how Tyler Perry is. You're going to see him in another movie. Like, I still can't stand this bastard. Yeah, I still can't believe he did that shit. Yeah, that's like, that's what Tyler Perry does. It's like, he just makes the villain worse and worse. Like, he's going to give it to you early. Like, look, this is the person you're going to hate, and you're going to hate them all the time in every movie because he's going to make them seem like a huge asshole. Yeah, that's Tyler Perry. Yeah, so, I, I, like I said, I thought it was pretty, It was it was decent. Okay. All right, I'm definitely going to check it out. I still haven't watched the Mike Epps special. I told you I'm on my Netflix band shit, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think. Is anything else streaming? Oh, you, well, you still haven't seen the Ben Staples show either. I have not. Oh, and The Walking Dead is back with a spinoff. A six-episode spinoff. And you know I'm on it. I yeah. love The Walking Dead. You know I love me some Walking Dead, man. We we finally get to see Rick and Marshawn's uh, story come full circle. It's only six episodes, but so far, The Ones Who Live was pretty damn good. And that's all we've been waiting. That's all we wanted. I know they tried to stretch out the universe. Because people, this is what pisses me off. Okay, now I'm about to go on my rant. Because, <laughs> no, you know... People say, oh, I'm sick of looking at zombies. You can never get sick of looking at zombies. I fucking love zombies. 
I can take The Walking Dead forever. Like, expanding universe, I can take for, it forever. Don't ever take it away. And for me, it wasn't just the zombies. It was the people, the stories of dealing with this popsicle-type world. So, the zombies were, like, always second nature to me, but it was, I was more interested in the actual storylines and stuff. So, Yeah, and, like, they always going to meet new people and, and other people that had bad motives. I kind of get it too, but it's the same thing with like wrestling or, or if you're watching a soap opera, it's like the same thing. Like it's always going to be the same narrative over and over again, but twisted and with a different person. Yeah. So well, yeah. I started reading the comic books because because of it. So I know. And then the comic books kind of like I was looking forward to some of the stuff in the comic books, but of course to keep certain characters alive and going. They kind of alternated and changed a few things up, which was cool too. Like I'm happy to see Rick still alive. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like seeing Rick. I think Rick is like, I think he was a great hero. So. Yeah. yeah so, so that's back. Uh, I kind of think did anything else come back on? Not that I could think of. You ready to get into sports? Let's do it. So, your Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson coming off the bench. Your Los Angeles Lakers, I think they're like the ninth or tenth seed. Right now, Golden State and Los Angeles would play each other in the play in. Is this the mm. end of the era for both teams? No, I, I actually think that. Uh especially with the trades and everything that the Lakers have done. The Lakers actually look pretty good and it's really tight throughout the whole West. Like any, nobody's, nobody's unbeatable. We just seen the Lakers beat the Clippers, uh, back to back. And the yeah, Clippers are like the creme de la creme. And the Clippers gave up a 21 point lead. Like I went to sleep on that game off thinking the Clippers were going to win. And I woke up in the morning like, am I reading this right? Yeah. Like they gave up a 21 point lead. And that's not the first time. Like, the Clippers, they've been on a little bit of a bad stretch where they haven't been able to close out games. Um, They lost to the Lakers back-to-back. And it just – I don't think no team really has an identity. Like, you really look at OKC. OKC, which was, like, at the top at one point, they're young and don't have that much experience. And then you get rid of a couple young players. You bring in Gordon Hayward. You get a little older, but he's not that veteran that he used to be. And then you look at Minnesota. I um, bring up Minnesota and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, it's like they're they're young too, and Anthony Edwards trying to come into his own because he's a little inconsistent. Uh, Rudy Gobert has always been Mister Inconsistent. He'll get you like nineteen boards one day, and then when somebody gives him a little body shot or put a little bit of body on him, now he only gets you like seven or eight boards, ten boards, something like mediocre. And cat. Um, it just I like him, but sometimes he's inconsistent too. So that that Minnesota team is really inconsistent. He has the guard hit a big man's body. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, I'm so used to my big men like going out on the damn perimeter and and uh and, and working you back down, backing you down, getting you down in the low post if they're on the perimeter. He gets in the perimeter, he's gonna jack that bad boy up, fadeaways. And I, I'm still trying to get used to guys doing that. I, I remember Hakeem Olajuwon can take you. That was the thing about Hakeem Olajuwon. He can hit the perimeter shot, but his main focus was getting down low, getting in the paint. Yeah, These he guys were shining away from the paint. And that cost him a couple games too. But eventually, Rodney, once they get it together and they, they get a better understanding of the game, I think that uh, Minnesota will be – they'll be taking over the reins. Like they really got a good team if they stick together. Well, you already know how I feel about Minnesota, but <laughs> it's Boston the favorite. They're inconsistent too. I don't know what's up with Jalen Brown right now, but he need to get his head out of his ass, man. Because he's really inconsistent. Yeah. He's leaving Jason Tatum out to dry, high and dry. Yeah, yeah Jalen Brown has been up and down. He had a pretty good game. What was that last night? 
Yeah. The key for them. And, and I hate when they paint that narrative. They like, okay, they gave Jalen Brown all that money and now he doesn't do anything. Like you expect him to they kind of advance, but what it is is they they pointed out his flaws already. Like he can only go to one side. Um it's hard for anybody in the NBA to play defense these days. Like the hand yeah. checking, the body checking, you can't defense do shit. Is not, not existed. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, like deep, like yeah, well, sometimes it's like watching the pickup game. That's all it is. It feel like it's just a, a overhyped, glorified pickup game. <laughs> like I watched like a couple of Golden State games, like in the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, who's playing defense? It's like everybody get the ball running, and they're all running to the three point line. I know, and then everybody, not only they run into the three-point line, you got people that just, it feel like they just don't care. Like, if they don't if they don't get the ball and they're not able to put a shot up after a certain amount of time, they really don't give a shit about the game. Like, they, they kind of just clock they out. Fall. Yeah. Yeah, they fade into the background. I'm like, that's not how stuff used to be, man. Used to get players, and I hate to bring up, like, amazing players on defense, but... Dennis Rodman didn't give a shit if he put up a shot or not. He was going to play defense. Like, that was his favorite thing to do. James Posey's, the Allens, Tony Allens. You know, you, you had just guys that played great defense. Roger, Bruce Bowen. Yeah. yeah, they didn't care about that shit. Even Rajah Bell. Like, guys just didn't care about that shit. They just wanted to come in, and they wanted to, they wanted to guard the best scorer on the team and give them a hard time because that's what made them feel like they were icons. Even Tom said, "Give me the, give me the best score. I, I want to guard them." Yeah, but now, who do you see that's like that? You don't see nobody like that no more. Well, I mean, Draymond used to be like that, but now Draymond, he really can't do shit. Yeah, I'm about to say they kind of officiated out the game. Right, that's why I say you can't even do anything. You're gonna pick up fouls if you play any type of defense. They're gonna throw you some fouls real quick and get you the hell out of there. Yeah, it's it's no it's no more sheets, it's no more robins, it's hell, I miss hearing she say the ball don't lie. <laughs> Man, I miss she saying that too. And also, you know another thing too, Rodney? There's no help side defenders. Like you know how we used to have Ben Wallace back in the day and a lot of guys that come over that were great help side defenders. Miles Turner might be the last great help side defender. And yeah, like true. Yeah, and injuries have, have have pushed him back, but it's not a lot of guys that can be great help side defenders. Like they don't do a good job. So, speaking of help side defenders, I always wonder what happened to Roy Hubert. Hubert, if I saw him the other day, he's doing CBS Sports now. What? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I, I would never fathom that he would be doing CBS Sports. There's a couple little other uh, sports outlets, too. I, I've been actually paying attention to uh, the DraftKings network. So I'm, I always wonder where some of those other uh, ESPN people went, like uh, Golik yeah. and then his other son, Golik Jr. Like, they have a morning show on there. And um, uh, Pablo, Pablo Torre. Um, there's a couple other people, too. Like, they're now all on the DraftKings network, which is pretty cool, too. Um, if you're looking for Poppy and uh, uh, some of the other people from uh, some of the classic shows, they're all like on the uh, DraftKings network. So it, it's actually pretty cool, man. I, I I checked it out. I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out because you, you're right. I didn't know where like Golik and all of them went. So. Yeah, they're all on the DraftKings network. And they um they it's set up sort of like uh, ESPN where they have like their live shows and it's actually free too. If you, they're pushing like a free uh, sports narrative, so that's actually pretty dope to me. I, I like that. A lot of shows they kind of do from home, or they do it like from a little small studio somewhere. But yeah, they do a good job, man. You get the same great takes, and sometimes first take. I think I, I love Stephen A. and I love Shannon, but sometimes those guys just be saying some random shit, and I'm like, what the hell? They just the, the shit just don't make no goddamn sense, man. That. I had to get off of them for a minute because they were driving me crazy, man. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And Mad Dog really drives me crazy sometimes. So, yeah, Mad Dog and Mad Dog is like the worst one at it, man. He just says like some random shit that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Bill Cartwright's better than fucking Shaq. Yeah, he be like, what the fuck? Like, so loud too. Yeah, and then he'll say some shit like that. Back when in, in 1945, you're like, oh, come on, bro. Speaking of Bill are Cartwright, you, are, you, are you going to the Scottie Pippen revenge tour? That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> Who the fuck got these guys together to do this? Michael Jordan must have really pissed a lot of people off, man. Um, I know why Horace Grant is pissed off, because Horace Grant wanted more money. It wasn't more. You couldn't afford to pay him. Um, Craig Hodges and and BJ Armstrong and the rest of you couldn't afford to pay all those guys and and then plus you brought in Luke Longley and and uh, Tony Kukoc and all those so you couldn't afford to pay uh, Horace Grant who had an amazing career with the Bulls and then he won, wound up going to the Magic and then they wound up losing to the Bulls so I can understand why he's upset. I just want to know who's going to pay to see them. <laughs> that's what, that's mm. what I want to know. Who's paying to go to go sit there and listen to them? Mm. You you know what? You're right about that. <laughs> it you know what? It's new fools every day, right? <laughs> yeah, because when I first read it, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a meme. <laughs> yeah, it's new fools all the goddamn time. I, I did too. I ain't gonna even lie. <laughs> and then, oh, like, I, like I saw it a couple of days later, and they were all getting off a plane together. I said, "Oh, this is for real." Then I thought about it. I was like, "But who? First of all, what cities are they all going to? And then who who's willing to listen? Like, was the last mm-hmm. thing just that bad? Is it like?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you silly writing for that one. Yeah, that's, that's what I really want to know. Like, listeners, I, I really want to know. Like, send us a message. Like, if you plan on actually going to see them, mm-hmm. and that's all Luke Longley and, and uh, I mean, Tony Kukoc and uh, Scotty Pippen have beef deal. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it just became a, a bashing Michael Jordan session, man. And, like, every story, you know what's crazy? Every story that they have is basically centered around Jordan. Like, even when they had that losing, that winning season and they lost in the playoffs, like, it still basically kind of came down to Jordan. Yeah, like, Scottie Pippen, like, you and Jordan used to be, like, best friends. Like, Yeah, that's what kind of, well, I can understand why Scottie is a little bitter. His son, Jordan's son, is, like, messing around, was messing yeah. around with his well, wife, so I kind of get there. that. I don't know if they got back together because then, like a week later, they were spotted together. So, man, that's crazy. So I, I can see why he probably turned rogue and and felt some type of way. But I wish they can figure out some way to put that behind them because they did a beautiful thing out there. Yeah, and they bought out and kicked some butt. It's really, it's really sad to see. Hmm. And then part of me, like, is it a money grab for some of these? It's got to be. It's got to be. Because what the hell was uh, Luke Longley doing? He ain't got no goddamn money. He got... <laughs> and you see Horace Grant dressed up in a nice suit and uh, Scottie Pippen. And I'm like, Luke Longley, like, he just came fresh off the thrift <laughs> store. Like, what the hell does he own? <laughs> he he looked like uh, Adam Sandler off of uh, <laughs> Jim's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he looked super cheap. I'm like, he need that money bad. They just got him off the street. Like, yeah, come on and come talk some shit about Mike. We get some money in your pocket. We need an extra body. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, like, he looked like Adam Sandler going to play pickup. <laughs> Damn, Luke. Well, hopefully they don't get a couple. They won't get a couple more in there. We'll just keep it at that. Yeah, so... I know Caitlin Clark has been on the rage of, I won't even say women's college basketball, college basketball in general, but a couple other things I'm going to touch on. 
what South Carolina and Don Staley are doing, 27-0, undefeated, and what was supposed to be a rebuilding year for them, it's insane to me. Yeah, that's, I would look at it as a rebuilding year too, but, man, if you got that juice as a team. Yeah, it's, 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 it's reminiscent of when UConn went on, like, their run for, like, three years and nobody could beat them. Uh, on the men's side, I have no clue because every time you get a number one seed or they lose Kansas, Lost UConn has lost. I I don't think you have a clear cut favorite on the men's side, but South Carolina clearly has to be the clear favorite on the women's. Okay, I I, I see it like that too. I mean, I, I I like I like LSU. I like Iowa. You can't get you can't the coaching of Don. You can't get past that man. Like, come on now, um. Uh, Connecticut, uh, UConn's always going to be in it. It just feels like everybody has like a, a decent fighting chance, man. You can't get past some of those teams and everybody's fighters and anything can happen too, especially in women's sports. Um, I think this year is going to be interesting. It's, it's, I think it's more wide open than ever. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Have you been watching Juju? Yeah, oh man, she a goddamn she is hilarious. Yeah. I think she she might have a especially if she stays off where you're she might have a chance to break um Caitlin Clark's records. You you're right. I think so too. And I think she got a good personality too. Not Caitlin Clark is really good too. It's just I don't think she has the right personality, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see because she could have came back and so she's declaring. I thought she might come back with the uh, money they can make now. So, but she's going pro, so it'll be interesting to see uh, her in the WNBA. How you feel about that move? It was it was unexpected, but she must have like some big endorsement deal lined up. Yeah, because I'm like, if you got the NIL deals and and some of the other stuff, you don't have to jump right to the NBA or or WNBA that quick. But some players are just running straight to the league. I'm like, yeah. you don't have to do that right now. Well, I figure she would make probably more NIL money than she would in the league. So. No, cause they, oh, cause go ahead, Ryan, I'm sorry. Because I was going to say, even like Paige, um, Buck is just coming back for UConn, so I, just, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, because I'm like, if you really think about it, I mean, coming in as a rookie, like, you probably wouldn't make that much. A rookie contract in the WNBA isn't worth that much than it is if you stayed in college. Yeah, so... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I feel like we'll see our commercials very, very soon. So, mm-hmm. maybe she wanted a bigger platform. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I was a little taken back. Speaking of college and NIL, EA Sports is back in the college game. Are you going to get? It? You darn tootin'. And if I had to, uh, fan, 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 I'll throw that one. <laughs> we need that, Rodney, bad. I miss playing college games. Yeah, I, I am, like, super excited. One of the reasons why I got a PS5 is just to be, be able to play that. <laughs> so, And hopefully this opens the door for, like, one of my favorite games, man, was a game called College Slam. It was just like NBA Jam. And it had, like, all the college players in there. And you can play that forever. And they, you know, they didn't have the – you knew you were playing – Michigan State had won the championship at that time in college basketball. So, I know that was a long time ago. 
but you had like Mateen Cleaves on there and Mo Pete and you had like so many different players on there and they did have like their image and likeness, but they didn't have like the name. So yeah, I'm looking this up because I did not remember this, but <laughs> you remember college slam. That was so dope, man. It was like one of my favorite games. Yeah, so like, I, hope- I am hoping like you get college basketball at least back in video game form. Um, but I'm super like excited to build my dynasty in college football again. So yeah, and like even if you didn't, you don't have to build a game every year. Yeah. That's what they felt to realize, like, it's college ball, so you can kind of let it just go for a while. As long as you make, like, the little transactions, they drop out, and they wind up going to another institution. Like, if they can add that, that'll be dope. Yeah, I think they are. I think you'll have, like, the travel portal and all that, so. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll work out. It'll work itself out. Yeah, I'm, like, super excited, though. Mm. This, you know, this is, like... Oh, go ahead. This, this is, like, one of them games. Like, remember back to the day when Adam would come out at midnight and people would be lined up? That's mm-hmm. just the game for me. <laughs> That's the type of energy that it's giving me, too. And, you know, Rodney, like, those players, they actually get paid from it. And it's nothing like seeing yourself... A lot of players, like, they won't make it to that next level, but seeing yourself on a video game, is, it's got to be satisfying. Yeah, so I know, like, Will Johnson from Michigan signed, like, an a, a advertisement deal with EA Sports. I want to say it's one other player from Michigan I read that signed the deal. So I'm, I'm excited. And now you won't have, like, quarterback number nine and then you <laughs> – like they used to do back in the day, like he will actually see the player's name. So I'm super excited. I know that's what I said, man. I'm I'm super excited too, and hopefully, um, they pay all the kids like what they deserve to be paid. I know they was trying to lowball them at first, but hopefully yeah. they give them some decent money. Yeah, and I'm back to building Toledo into a to a powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Man, bro, just yeah. it's a it's a hell of a difference that a whole week makes, man. And and I another thing I want to touch on too, Rodney. Um, I know we talked a lot about football, man, but how you feel about this these rumors spreading about a certain player from the Chiefs on the defensive end coming to us, possibly in free agency. We talking corner or are we talking um, D lineman? We talking D lineman. I, I wish we was talking corner too. That'd be awesome. Well, so two things. Sign me up for for the D lineman coming. Any, any, yeah, that that would be huge. Anything that's gonna help the pass rush, whether it put somebody opposite um, touch. Whether it puts somebody on on the inside that can either blocks, um, sign me up or whatever is going to help the D line, the cornerback. So I heard the Chiefs are franchising him with, but looking for a trade. So oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird right there. Yeah. So I mean, if if the Lions wants need, I say go for it. You got the cap room. Your window's open. If you got to give up a two and a three, do it. Even if it's like a one, do it. You try to keep your windows open as long as possible. So I'm, I'm all for it. This week is the NFL Combine. It's weird seeing Jim Harbaugh sitting there in a Chargers hat now. But Michigan turned that into Ann Arbor South because it's 18 of them, of them there. So I know, and I'm like, whoa. It's kind of crazy, <clears throat> the whole, like, scenario, man, of seeing Michigan program. I know people think it's going to be down and in the dumps. I think Michigan program is going to be pretty decent still. I think playing in the Big Ten, you still don't have a fighting chance. Um. 
even Ohio's going Ohio State's going through a transition. So Ohio State always, in my opinion, is going to be our biggest rival. I'm not really worried about Oregon coming into play or I'm still not worried about Michigan State or any of those other teams. I think we'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's still going to come down to us in Ohio State most years. You might have an outlier, outlier every now and then, but I think the Big Ten still runs through at Arbor and Columbus. Mm, you're right. You're right, and that's where it comes from. Like you, it, it's gonna. That's the backbone of the Big Ten, and those teams always kept it real and stayed powerful. Um, I still think Michigan is going to be powerful, and I think Ohio State is going to be powerful. Yeah. So, speaking of the NFL, did you uh, get a chance to look at the report cards? Yeah, I did see some of the report cards. I saw that uh, Gibbs got an A, Laporta got an A. Um, uh, I I saw that Branch got it. Oh, go ahead, brother. Did you you see the overall, like, the team report cards that they do now? No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I caught, or maybe I overlooked the team ones. I think I was focused on the individual. So the team ones are interesting because they grade them on, like, treatment of families, food and cafeteria, nutrition, locker room, training room, training staff. Strength coaches, team travel, head coach, ownership. So, like the Bengals got an F minus in tr- treatment of family, F minus in food and cafeteria, F minus in, in nutrition. Jeez. Uh, the Redskins were another bad one. Mm. See that? I wouldn't have knew that. Uh, you, you know, I think that did come across. I think I seen something from that, but it was like uh, more of on the owner side. They were saying like the best owner. It was owner grade. Yeah, his ownership is. Do they added ownership this year? Yeah, and the best ownership was uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Miami got basically A's across the board. Their lowest grade is an A minus. Hmm. See, I would never knew that. So, New England got an F in treatment of families. An F in white room. <laughs> it's just interesting to see. <laughs> stuff. Now, that's kind of shocking. Yeah. It's like the Pittsburgh Steelers got an F in ownership. Yeah, I've seen that, too. I was like, man, what the hell? That kind of, like, blew my mind. Yeah, I don't want to say Kansas City did, too. Yeah, Kansas City got bad grades too, which really blew my mind. Especially after they they set the record for the uh, decibels, they got, they got and a lot of other things too. They got an F minus in ownership. Mm. Got an A plus in coach. Yeah, that that really shocked me. I I wouldn't expect that from the Super Bowl champs and defending Super Bowl champs. Dallas got to be in ownership. Yeah, they, they deserve everything they get. <laughs> so, your Detroit Lions got an A plus of one category. What what category do you think that was? Well, I would say GM and coaching. But you said in one case. Yeah, head coach got an A plus. I see that. I can see that. Their lowest grade is food and. and well, the food, the cafeteria. Now, I can see that, too, because sometimes I think the food could be much better. Um, give us, like, something that's, like, from the background of Michigan. Like, I know they do have a couple of restaurants now that they kind of cater to people, but I think when you're dealing with stadiums and stuff like that, let's push the, the narrative of the city a little bit more and what we can – you know, get out of the food, the food department and district here. You see how Mr. Chime Time just trashed everybody. <laughs> yeah, he he pissed pretty much everybody <laughs> off. I was yeah, like, so. And I see that somebody like trying to push slows. I like slows barbecue. Don't get me wrong, but there's so many different other places too. 
Yeah, it slows has been around for so long. So, and there are better barbecue places in the city. Yeah, it's like a ton of great barbecue places in the city. And yeah, for some reason they chose, uh, you know. <laughs> I just wish, I just wish that uh, Mister Chime Time would have chose a couple of uh, other spots too, man. Before well, he, he left, he said, but he left his mark though. Yeah, he said he's coming back. He said he's actually thinking about moving to Detroit. So, yeah, that now that'd be pretty dope too. Him making this like one of his uh, spots, and I like how he embraced the city too. I did see his uh, goodbye and and everything too. I just wish that. Uh, yeah, he would have hit a couple more spots, man. And but he can't eat every goddamn thing. But he's gonna tear Miami up, man. I hope he goes to Liberty down there and get that chicken sandwich in, because everybody got to hear about this spot, man. I think they got the best chicken sandwich I ever tasted. What's it called? It's called Sweet Liberty down there on Miami South Beach. It's really good, man. Chickens, you get a chicken sandwich with a uh, one of the biggest. Amazing chicken sandwiches I ever tasted with a uh, with a watermelon salad. It's really good. Oh, uh, so the watermelon salad salad kind of takes up for all the calories in the, the chicken sandwich. Exactly, because they fry that bad boy. It's fried from the soul. Yeah, it'll be it'll be. I wish all the the leagues did a report card though. You know you. You know what? I think that. Oh, well, no, I don't now. Because <laughs> they're going to get the Pistons a goddamn a triple F minus. <laughs> Ownership, coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Everything gets a triple F. Yeah. So, no, I, I wish they wouldn't do that. Because uh, I wouldn't even know where to begin when they give the Pistons a shitty grade. Because they just. Everybody's bad. ESPN, when they had ESPN in the magazine, would do it. Do an issue every year where they rated basically all all the 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 franchises in each each of the sports. So yeah, that was always interesting to read. Yeah, and I I think that'd be a real interesting read too. And I, I remember a couple of magazines I. I you know, I used to always get Sports Illustrated and stuff, so they always did, like, throw breakdowns. I think ESPN gets so caught up in uh, in doing different things, and and a lot of the magazines, they don't want to step on nobody's toes or tell like it is, so they don't really do too much grading, so. Yeah, ESPN, the magazine, was the first magazine uh, subscription that I signed up for myself. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I just we need we need more. Um, I know less hot takes and, and more. Uh, give us the real meat and potatoes of like some of this stuff, man, and like and giving credit where credit is due. Just like with uh, with Michigan the whole time, we had to listen to to uh, Stephen A. Smith and all these other guys paint narratives and. And hope for a, a team's downfall because it just didn't go with the narrative they were trying to paint. And then at the end of the day, they wind up praising them. Like, let's just talk football. Let's just keep it real. Because, like, like, we watched Michigan the whole season. We thought Michigan was the best team. Like, we looked at a lot of teams and we thought Michigan was the best team. And I, it used to disappoint me. The Lions were playing great ball. I think the Lions were playing some of the best ball, and they really didn't get a lot of shine. And that, that led to him not really getting a lot of good calls either. But, yeah, we need to just really keep it real and and get some people that really give some authentic takes. Well, do you think they can give authentic takes because they wouldn't get, get viewers? I mean, but then you lie to the people. Like, we can't all – we can't sit up here and listen to them talk about the Dallas Cowboys, the damn Jets. Every time, like we we knew the Jets were bad, we knew the Dallas Cowboys were bad, or or the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. We knew the Chiefs were, were feisty and going to be a great team. It, it was no doubt about that. 
So it all kind of led to Mahomes and how he was going to handle things. So, and he took care of business. So, because he's great. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing. You had to throw Taylor Swift in there. Yeah, because that's man. It felt like ESPN. You couldn't mention the Chiefs without Taylor Swift. I think they used to, and for a minute, they always would have like they would have a take on uh, on her. Like, do you think they shouldn't show her or? They like because of her, she's making Travis Kelsey relevant. I know you remember that one. That yeah. was one of the other. Hot, yeah. I'm just like, come on, man! Like Travis Kelsey, been he been a baller? Like, what are we doing here? But it is what it is, man. I, that's why I kind of like the uh, the DraftKings Network, man, and and they got some uh, some guys on there. They they're, they're free thinkers, man. So I, I kind of been riding with them. Yeah, you gonna you gonna make me check off this DraftKings Network. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely check it out, man. I I think they're doing good things over there. Also, they have um a couple other shows that's on the network that's pretty good too. They're trying to come up with their own shows and and do certain things and change the narrative of how we view sports and, and commentators. So I like what they're doing over there. Dude, I appreciate that because. ESPN is king, so yeah, ESPN rule with an iron fist. I'm not gonna even lie. Oh, before we got out of here, you you brought up two things. Jawan Howard. Are you still saying he will he'll make it through to next year? Yeah, I still believe so, man. They have no uh they have no Thoughts are even firing them. I think they they understand, like, you know, you're going to go through these ups and downs and transitions, but we're not one of those type of organizations where we just get rid of players and, and get rid of coaches that easily. So. Uh, <clears throat> and then NBA officiating. Mm-hmm. You have the Pistons on the wrong side of a, a very bad call. Mm. Can NBA officiating be fixed, or should it even be fixed? I mean, yeah, it it definitely needs to be tinkered with. Um, you got you got these refs holding the whistles on on blatant calls, man, and it's just kind of ridiculous. Um, I mean, uh, I I kind of understand that why they kind of turn the cheek on the Pistons because. <laughs> they have nothing to really play for. Yeah, and I can see that too. If you're trying to help teams get into the playoffs and and do certain things, uh, I think the Knicks lost a close game to Atlanta Hawks. And yeah, mm. I, I don't know because it's not like it's the like the NFL where play stops and you can throw a flag. So, hmm. Yeah, speaking of Michigan, they just lost about 30. They're hurting right now. They're hurting, man. And it's just, you, you got a lot of players that that are are kind of young and raw. And you lost you lost three great players last year. Um, of course, I thought that some players should have stayed. But when you got guys going in and out of like that and then losing people to the transfer portal, it's just... It, it it sucks. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, <coughs> I feel bad because I love Jawan, but this has been a tough. Basketball in Michigan has sucked this year, whether it's Michigan, Michigan State, or the Pistons. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Michigan State, man, they just, I just, uh, I don't know how to feel about them, man. They let me down the other day with that loss to Ohio State. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. It's, it's, it's been a tough year for basketball. At least we got the Lions and the Red Wings at this point. I know, and the Red Wings been on fire, man. So I said, let me go copy me my Red Wings jersey, man. You know, I'm wearing mine tomorrow to work, so. Yeah, so I said these boys been on fire, and they making the game fun again. I think the NHL is at its best when the Red Wings are winning. I'm not gonna even lie. 
I agree. Yeah, when other team when the Red Wings aren't in the playoffs, man, it just it's terrible. Yeah, I'm super excited for for the NHL playoffs again. again so, because the Red Wings are back. Now, if only we could get the Pistons and the and the everybody else. Hmm. I'm I'm kind of excited about this Red Wings run, and we said that Eisenman was going to do it too, Rodney. Yeah. So. The Iser plan is working. Um, I know we up against it. Um, I did want to. Guess we can do it on the next podcast. It says we talked about Mia Coppola. Let's rank our top five Tyler Perry movies. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited about that. I got a couple Tyler Perry movies that I consider my favorites. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we can catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.